Welcome to Top 100 Folk Tales, your pets, your kids, and you should listen to How Beasts and Serpents Came into the World, a West African folk tale by William Barker and Cecilia Sinclair, written by Nuprosta. The famine had lasted nearly three years. Kwekutsin, being very hungry, looked daily in the forest in the hope of finding food. One day he was fortunate enough to discover three pound kernels lying on the ground. He picked up two stones with uh, which to crack them. The first nut, however, slipped when he hit it and fell into a hole behind him. The same thing happened to the second and to the third. Very much annoyed at this loss, Quacko determined to go down the hole to see if he could find these lost nuts. To his surprise, however, he discovered that this hole was really the entrance to a town, of which he had never before even heard. When he reached it, he found absolute silence everywhere. He called out, Is there nobody in this town? and presently heard a voice in answer. He went into this direction and found an old woman sitting in one of the houses. She demanded the reason of his appearance, which he readily gave. The old woman was very kind and sympathetic, and promised to help him. You must do exactly as I tell you, said she. Go into the garden and listen attentively. You will hear the yum speak. Pass by any yum that says, dig me out, dig me out. But take the one that says, do not dig me out, that bring it to me. When he brought it, she directed him to remove the peel from the yam and throw the latter away. He was then to boil the rind, and while boiling it would become yam. It did actually do so, and they sat down to eat some of it. Before beginning their meal, the old woman requested Quaker not to look at her while she ate. Being very polite and obedient, he did exactly as she was told. In the evening, the old woman sent him into the garden to choose one of the drums which stood there. She warned him, if you come to a drum which says, din din, or being touched, take it. But be very careful not to take one which sounds don don. He added her direction in every detail. When he showed her the drum, she looked pleased and told him, to his great delight, that he had only to beat at it at any time he were hungry. That would bring him food in plenty. He thanked the old woman heartily and went home. As soon as he reached his own heart, he gathered his household together and then beat the drum. Immediately, food of every description appeared before them, and they all ate as much as they wished. The following day, Kwekotzink gathered all the people of the village together in the assembly place and then beat the drum once more. In this way, every family got sufficient food for their wants and all thanked Quekko very much for thus providing for them. Quekko's father, however, was not at all pleased to see his son thus able to feed the whole village. Ananthi thought he ought to cave a drum. Then the people would be grateful to him instead of his Quekko Tsin. Accordingly, he asked the young man where the wonderful drum came from. His son was most unwilling to tell him, but Ananthi gave him no peace until he had heard the whole story. He then wasted no time, and but set off toward the entrance hall. He had taken the precaution to carry with him an old knot which he pretended to crack. Then, throwing it into the hole, he jumped in after and hurried along to the silent village. Arrived at the first house, he shouted, Is there anyone in this town? The old woman answered as before, and Nancy entered the house. He did not trouble to be polite to her but addressed her most rudely, saying, 
Hurry up, old woman, and get me something to eat. The woman quietly directed him to go into the garden and chew the yam, which would say, Do not dig me out. And Nancy laughed in her face and said, You surely take me for a fool. If the yam doesn't want me to dig it out, I will set it and do not do so. I will take the yam which wants me to gather it. This he did. When he brought it to the old woman, she told him, as he told his son, to throw away the inside and boil the rind. Again, he refused to obey. Whoever heard of such a silly thing as throwing away the yam? I will do nothing of the sort. I will throw away the peel and boil the inside. He did so, and the yam turned into stones. He was then obliged to do so at the first suggested and boiled the rind. The latter, while boiling, turned into yam. And Nancy turned angrily to the old woman and said, You are a witch. She took no notice of his remark, but went on setting the table. She placed his dinner on a small table, lower than her own, saying, You must not look at me while I eat. He rudely replied, Indeed, I will look at you if I choose, and I will have my dinner at your table, not at that small one. Again she said nothing, but she left her dinner untouched, and Nancy ate his own, then took hers and ate it also. When he had finished, she said, Now go into the garden and choose a drum. Do not take one which sounds dun-dun, only take one which says din-din. And Nancy retorts, Do you think I will take your advice, you witch? No, I will chew the drum which says dun-dun. You are just trying to play a trick on me. He did as he wished. Having secured the drum, he marched off without so much as a thank you to the old woman. No sooner had he reached home than he longed to show off his new power to the villagers. He called all to the assembly place, telling them to bring dishes and trays, as he was going to provide them with food. The people in great delight hurried to the spot, and Nancy, proudly taking his position in the midst of them, began to beat his drum. To his horror and dismay, instead of the multitude of foodstuffs which Quaker had summoned, and Nancy saw, rushing toward him, bees and serpents of all kinds. Such creatures had never been seen on the earth before. The people fled in every direction, all except Nancy, who was too terrified to move. He speedily received fitting punishment for his disobedience. Fortunately, Quekul, with his mother and sisters, had been at the outer edge of the crowd, so easily escaped into shelter. The animals presently scattered in every direction, and never since they have roamed wild in the great forest. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the story, please share with your friends and family. If you learned something, share it in the comments. Please subscribe and leave a like. Thank you.